the truth and here comes your favorite podcast always still made for you you want to start with that so trevor we've, we've talked about this a lot but trevor's truly up copperhead road that's all we could say for for legal purposes i am having a a full-blown copperhead road situation going on up here like absolutely like i drive around my car and I'm so scared. Even like going to the mall today just to buy supplies <laughs> to create certain beverages is just heat. Like it's just heat. But yeah, man, it's I'm definitely up copyright road here. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. I'm looking for choppers in the air. The blazer, man. The blazer is blazing. The blazer is just a heat magnet. Because <laughs> uh, over here in Canada, normally it's you know the sports cars that are heat magnets for police. Not so much over they're there. Looking, you can see that blaze. Everyone else has sports blazer. cars. So the blazer is out of place. They're like, what the? Something <laughs> shady going cutting on Cutting across in there. the back of the parking lot. Feel it <laughs> out with the bald tires. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, well. So let's get to the big news. What's the biggest thing that's happened since uh, our last episode? Trevor? You had an accident. What? Well, I, th- I think there's more important things. No. What's been going on in your life, Carter? Exams. <laughs> Shut thing. up. No, we finally, and... had our, we finally had our baby. So you had a child. Yeah. It wasn't fictional. No, it was real. <laughs> Uh, we named him Link because we're Zelda nerds. <laughs> that poor child. Poor child. But we gave him. But a you real... covered it up well. You covered, yeah, we it, covered up. it up very well. His name is Lincoln officially. Mm-hmm. So you know when he turns into an adult and be like, "Oh, my freaking parents!" So he can go by a real name. Yeah. yeah we if I was, Link. yeah. If I was, I wanted to say Carter. Congratulations. I didn't know you were that big of a fan of Prison Break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, congratulations as well, yes. Yeah. But Dad. It's going to be all, yeah. It's over, Carter. He's it's doing over. Lots, yeah. I went to visit Baby Link. Yeah. Brent came by. What an easy baby. Yeah. He's very easy. He's just slept through the night last night. It's like, oh, shoot, we were supposed to feed him halfway through. It's like, did you feed him, Janelle? She's like, no. We look at him. He's just, just, ah. We're like. He got up and fed himself. He's like, Probably. He just like opens the fridge. He's like, "Why well, we got here. Boy, uh, give me a cold one. Don't keep me asleep. Parents won't mind it. <laughs> yeah. So, no, yeah, he's very well behaved. So that probably means he's going to be a, a troubled teenager or something. So I'm he's not bragging too much. Nerd. Yeah, maybe. I was he's reading. encourage that because he could be 700 pounds and never leave the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading uh, an article uh, this week about a guy who uh, is forcing his kid to chronologically play through games starting with like 1979 Galaga or something mm-hmm. and so the kid's 10 years old now so he's finally got to like some later Nintendo stuff 1989 stuff 
and he'll be 12 by the time he gets a Super Nintendo. And like everyone commenting on it's like really split. Like this guy's this guy's a good father. He's giving this kid an appreciation to games. And other people are just like, whoa, settle down, man. What are you doing? Just making his yeah, kid live. Yeah. Walk in his footsteps, live in the dream. Yeah. Now you got to give your kid uh, appreciation for the classics, but you also can't be so restrictive. Well, you read your Shakespeare and your Aristotle, but you know, you got to read some modern stuff too, I suppose. Oh, yeah. That's what I would compare. I would definitely compare, you know, Early Nintendo to Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, I guess we were the generation that was just dropped in front of games with no plan. And without maybe realizing how addictive they were. Yeah, they didn't know what was going to happen. Just go for it. <laughs> my kids, shut up. Yeah, here's a I game. can literally put my annoying kid here for three hours and do whatever <laughs> I want. Run a bath. This, has to, this might be bad in the long run, but for today... On Tuesday, the 28th of, you know, February, when I need a drink and I need to be left alone, my kid is playing Nintendo. Hmm. That does sound pretty nice. At this point. (laughs) Brent needs a drink. (laughs) Um, What else do we got? What else? That's it. All right. I'm Kurt, See yeah. you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't want to hog all the topics here, but uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So if you guys ordered online using a restaurant's website, like their menu posted online, and then you, you went to pick it up and you, then you checked out your bill and it was a little bit more expensive than uh, what the website was advertising, what would you guys do? Like if every How dish- much more? We're talking. Uh, you order four dishes from a Chinese food restaurant, and every dish is a dollar more expensive than what it said it was online. So you four dollars. You've been overcharged. Mm. How much is the total bill? Uh, well, every dish is say about thirteen dollars. So. Uh, so it's a fifty dollar bill. Fifty two dollars, and you paid fifty six. Say. Yeah, that's not even worth my time. It's not even worth the air I breathe. You want four bucks? Just leave me alone. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, I think sooner I could get in the blazer and be alone with my problems. I don't need to make I got enough problems. I don't need to make any more problems yeah. for four yeah, bucks. No. Yeah, it might not go back. It's a good job. Yeah. If it matters that much, if it's upsetting, then just wouldn't go again. Huh. Yeah, just don't go. But back I'm not going to argue with the. You're not going to the person oh, at the till start yelling. I'm going to argue with shitty walk. <laughs> Well, it is worth someone's time, and that's uh, Mr. Ben Edelman, who's an associate professor at Harvard Business School. So he did exactly what I said, went online, bought his four dishes, and he found it was a dollar more. So what did Why he did do? He pay online. Uh, I don't know. I guess he paid when he picked up. Hey, it was What's just a it was problem? just a menu. You know, it was a pickup like fee. <laughs> so he uh, so he sent an email. Pricing accuracy question. And he's like, so what's the deal? I ordered these meals with the website posted this price and my bill says it was this price. Uh, it seems like there was an increase on every dollar. And then the uh, restaurant owner, Ran Duan, goes, I apologize about the confusing. Our website prices have been out of date for quite some time. I'll make sure to update it. And if you'd like, I can email you an updated menu. And you think that would be the end of it. But no, not Mr. Ben Edelman, who is a... Uh, a law professor. So he goes, 
<clears throat> we enjoyed the food and we don't need to trouble you for an updated menu. However, under Massachusetts law, it turns out to be a very serious violation to advertise one price and charge a different price. I urge you to cease this practice immediately. I suggest that Szechuan Garden refund me three times the amount of the overcharge. This tripling. Oh, come on. Hold on. He's got, he's got precedent. The tripling reflects the approach provided under the Massachusetts Consumer Protection Statute, MGL 93A, wherein customers broadly deceive receive triple damages for certain intentional violations. Please refund the $12 to my credit card. And then the, the restaurant owner goes, thank you, understand this situation. We are mom and pop restaurant and we pride ourselves. I will honor you the website price and honor you the $3. So he was saying he'd accept, he was overcharged by four and he'd prefer a $12 refund. But he would take the $4 refund. The restaurant's like, we'll give you three. Uh oh, that's trouble. So Edelman gets back to him. Your restaurant overcharged me $4, not $3, which I find very okay, brand. So now, so now they're, now they're arguing <laughs> about a dollar. <laughs> How much is this guy's life worth? <laughs> it's so I hate people. I, every time, everything we talk about is some idiot that obviously has nothing to do. He God, says, I have so much to do <laughs> all the time. You allowed this problem to continue. In your own words, you said for quite some time. And this business should suffer a penalty larger than the amount of the overcharge. I have referred this matter to the applicable authorities in order to attempt you to compel your restaurant to identify all customers affected. I understand that. Oh, now he's getting everybody <laughs> that's bought online. Yes. We're all getting tripled. We're, I'm going to bankrupt your family. And he says, I will accept any refund, $4 or $12. And then the restaurant owner goes again, thank you for notifying the authorities. I will wait for the authorities to advise me how to handle this. So, and th this, this restaurant owner. And the authorities owner, have nothing to do. <laughs> I guess not. But this restaurant They showed owner, up? The cops showed up? No, no, they did not. Yeah, of course. Because... I would tell this guy what he should do with his four bucks. This restaurant owner seems like a cool dude, too. He, uh, GQ, last month named him uh, most innovative bartender in all of America. So, and, and this lot of professors just picking on him. Uh, so, yeah, it, it sort of went viral. The restaurant owner released the conversation, and now the uh, law professor is just apologizing and saying he's sorry for being a bully. But then people have dug a little deeper, and he's, like, done the same thing to sushi restaurants, threatening their legal <laughs> their liquor licenses. Wait, just, just Chinese and sushi? He just picks on Asians. Yeah, he's so. a racist. I think so. Now, like, what kind of a-hole like uses some legal knowledge and sends all these emails out quoting statutes and common law and stuff like that. Hey, like, well, unless your unless your video gets wrongly pulled off of YouTube or someone wants to charge you for over for your ticket prices, you know, but what kind of a-hole <laughs> who would do that? Card? I don't know. Someone with a lot of time on their hands. I think someone with a lot of time on their hands today. I was buying apple juice. Okay. To, the to apple make, juice in a to make a beverage. To drink refreshing okay. apple juice. Fifty Good or sixty liters. I was very, very <laughs> thirsty with my apple juice. Now 
We ran out. We actually bought the store out of the um, <laughs> of the cartons of um, well, I guess they're like not paper, but you know, like the cardboard boxes of apple juice. Uh, just get a just get a pallet wheeled up to Hawaii. We did. We took we took a couple pallets. Loaded up the blazer, the heat <laughs> but we, seeker. The blazer had about four hundred pounds of liquid in it today. <laughs> but so it's just about the same weight as a body. Not that I would know. Um, took it out to the desert. Um, last time they overcharged me online. Anyway, so we ran out of the paper ones, but we noticed that there was one liter of um, glass bottles. How much more do you think the glass bottles cost compared to the paper ones? Oh, paper apple just two. Are they cheaper even? Or I'd say two and a half times the price. One liter. So what's what's the paper one again? Like a third of a liter? No, they're both one liter. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, twice the, the paper price. one liter and the glass one liter. Twice the price. Brent, I said two and a half times. Same price. Oh, they do not care at all about anything in the world in this country. <laughs> Recycling, waste, garbage. Nope. Same price. Who cares? It's just literally like the company just writes it off somehow. Probably gets a tax break. It doesn't matter whether the packaging costs three times as much as the paper. <laughs> they just charge the same price because someone's probably too lazy to change it on their computer. So we, we load it up on glass bottles. Oh, and then you could probably use those glass. Oh, bottles. they're they're good if you want to. I'm sure you can reuse those somehow, it, or just if you. They're just good to have. That's all you know. I went to IKEA today and I found some bottles, a couple pallets. Oh, if I go missing, you know what happened. Yeah. and you've watched the wire. That's just not good practice. <laughs> That's just heat. You need to spread it out. <laughs> expand a little bit yeah it was a four-hour shopping trip <laughs> holy so you, you managed to fit it all in six, one trip in the blazer six grocery stores sultans oh yeah three sultans care for two co-ops oh. good day so got up bright and early beat the traffic beat the heat. pure apple juice or apple like apple beverage very pure apple juice, okay. no preservatives. I don't like preservatives in my body. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, Brent, what's to do with you? Any more kids? Mm, no. <laughs> Me neither. Oh, got very, you know, got mad enough. I got mad at the world this week in a pretty good way. You seen, nice. did you see the Greenpeace stunt of the week? No. What was it? So, a big 90s conspiracy theory aliens one of my big favorite things to read about was the the nazta the the lions in the peruvian mountains remember those one the the kilometer long carvings in the in the rocks brett they can't that sound say familiar? That familiar does that sound familiar it's very no. famous it's Can I very well known. It? yeah peruvian rock lines yes I, I used to have stocks in a Peruvian mine company. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh, you don't say. <laughs> God, I have to hear about that first. Are you working now? Are you looking up lines or 
Mayans. Right. Whoa. Yeah, I've seen these totally. Yeah, so they're pretty sweet. They're made for whatever reason. But I just like it. They're Thousands. So perfectly made. Yeah, carved thousand, two thousand 2,000 years ago. And just the and way that they rocks are, they sit there. Mm-hmm. So there's a some sort of international conference going on in Peru this week. So Greenpeace decided to decorate the lions with Greenpeace signs. And basically, like, wake up, sheeple, messages like that. Sheeple, oh. Yeah. That's a really so, effective word. Yeah. That, so, you know what that makes me want to do if I'm a sheeple? Yeah. Wake up, yeah, so. Yeah, that's really worked. <laughs> so, there, the problem is that by walking on those, nobody is allowed to walk there because it destroys the rock around them because the rocks are very fragile. And they put up signs. And things last a thousand, yeah, things last hundreds, footprints last hundreds of years there. So, nobody visits them. And so they're just chomping around, destroying these things that have been there for thousands of years to put up their stupid signs to get some attention. So, I hate Greenpeace. Who do you hate more, Greenpeace or PETA? Mm, mm, I'd say I PETA. PETA, yeah, because Greenpeace at least annoys the whale people, which are really gross. Like, they can battle it out. That's the first thing I think of is like a boat fight. <laughs> A boat fight with a guy with a beard <laughs> and a whale getting harpooned in the process. And at least Greenpeace has some good stories, some entertaining stories, like some of their ship that was blown up by France. Yes. Didn't they get up in trouble in Russia too, what? I'm sure, yeah, they probably just stay. I hope they, for their own sake, they stay out of Russia now. The France one's lots of fun. They... The French were decided they were trying to protest France nuclear tests. So some spies tried to blow up their boat when nobody was on it, but oops. Someone they was mistimed on? it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Killed a few people. This was in Australia. They got Whoa. no, sorry, in New Zealand. They were caught and in jail in New Zealand, and France was like, okay, we'll punish them. And they even though they were them. members of the military and they just sent them on a yeah, on an island vacation for months. Where this one of the spies got pregnant, and then they just went back to France, and they're still working for intelligence there. So they didn't—they didn't even have to go full Argo or anything. No, <laughs> no, like, oh, we got no. this. We got this. Yeah, we'll punish them, right? So, but yeah, Greenpeace. So Greenpeace is cooler than Peta, and Peta seems mm-hmm. just even more whiny. Yeah, Peter has. Well, they have they, uh, nothing to stand for. On they just they're just attention, right? Do they do they hate vaccines too? Probably. If they're testing on animals, probably seems like there'd be a lot of crossover. <laughs> it seems like a lot of crossover. Those kind of people. Mm-hmm. It also seem like they'd be the type just to release. Instead, just release animals into the wild with no thought. Like, let these cows <laughs> oh, let, the, let yes, these cows yes. run free, and everything will work. A maid got killed by a lion this week. What? Hmm. Where lions aren't running free? Is someone keep one in their backyard? Um, probably. <laughs> there's been a lot of jackals and cheetahs let loose lately. Okay. So there are cheetahs running around in Kuwait on the highways. Oh, God. <laughs> let loose. Uh, just don't want yeah. it anymore. Yeah. 
they let them out in the desert and they come back to the city. And yeah, there's, there's no cheetahs. food in the desert, so of course they're going right back to the city. Cheetahs on the highway. <laughs> like, that could go wrong. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, a lion got loose and ate a maid. Like, eight parts of her body. They took her to the hospital, they sent her home, and then two days later, she died. That's great. Yeah, that's how we roll around here. There's not too much money. So that your slave gets eaten by your lion. <laughs> like that's just. Oh. That's. And got that's, sent home just like, yeah, whatever. Or it's like, no, you're cool. No, just kind of like, nah, you're not. We'll stop. The, we'll stop the bleeding. Yeah. The but outside. parts of body missing. Mm-hmm. Like eaten full pieces of like leg and stuff eaten. Center home died from infections and stuff, I think. Yeah, real quality. Oh, it's time to get out while you still can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that copperhead road's got a cheetah on it, probably. <laughs> we're looking for. Uh, we're looking for. Uh, we're looking at Vietnam. To work or to, to visit? To to maybe work. Nam. Oh. Uh, Hanoi, there's a very good school in Hanoi we're interested yeah. in. Okay. All right. And I maybe was Cambodia. I was at a, offered a job. Do you remember that? My interview for going to Nam. Oh, I was, whoa. I was in there. I was offered a job there before at a at a restaurant in Winnipeg. Best, best location for a job interview. Nice. Could have got a... What, what, oh, blanking on the name, but... It's a famous Winnipeg, a Burton Cummings production restaurant. Oh, Salisbury House. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Two-hour two, two interview for well, a school Was it the Salisbury nice one, House. at least, on the uh, Provencher Bridge? No. No, it was the regular. No, it was on Pemina. Pemina Salisbury House. <laughs> Long and McQuaid. Yeah, the one that, like, one of the mornings people get murdered at. <laughs> Give yeah, me a little taste of Vietnam. Yeah, just <laughs> Vietnam, Vietnam up and comings. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the guy just liked to settle in and talk all day. Grab a nip. Take <laughs> into a couple yeah. nips. Six. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> so he was going to hire you for a job in Nam? Yeah. Was this like six months ago? You're like, I got to get out of here. See you, Seth. <laughs> or was this like. No, years, this was years long. ago. This yeah. was just leaving university looking for yeah. something to do. I yeah. do remember being on a coma, in a coma somewhere in my laziest of times. <laughs> And not even waking up by the time you had gone, come back, I think. <laughs> it was all a blur. I was somewhere in my eight hours of slumber in the middle of the day because I stayed up all night. Oh, now, that was a long time ago. Now, we could cut this out, but uh, Trevor, like, I don't like, obviously, you've heard the news, but in, in Dubai, this American teacher was killed by this assassin, hey, who dressed up in a, a full, uh, like, burqa. And had like knives, and the U.S. embassy was saying that American teachers are now being targeted throughout the Middle East. Have you like heard much of that, or is that just news over uh, here? All, all one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so like, there's no like warnings out for you guys. Oh, there is. I mean, I deal with. I'm the building manager of this place, or whatever the building rep. Okay. And like. The people here are swear that everyday people run in with machine guns and kill us all. 
that's how scared they are. Like the things I have to check for every day are just unbelievable. Building manager of the school or your residence area? Of the of this building, there's okay. uh, forty apartments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thirty two apartments, and I'm the representative. Oh crap! Did someone the... blow up the other eight? <laughs> building manager. <laughs> but someone, someone just is so scared all the time. Like I've got, I fired. I didn't fire, but I got a security guard fired. Oh yeah. And Wasn't it's washing your car properly, huh? No, it's and it was all and they wanted to get our maintenance guys fired because they're idiots. They're so scared. Maybe uh, if you're so scared, you probably shouldn't have you know went to go hey, teach get the hell the out. Yeah, get the hell out. You sort of know what you're getting into. I think. As Coolio said, if you can't take the heat, get your ass out the kitchen. <laughs> we on a mission. Come along and ride on my fantastic voyage. <laughs> so it's just. <laughs> it's just they're so scared. Like they want peepholes in the doors and oh, blah blah blah. This oh, guy got fired. in the door is because, a good thing, though. Like yeah, but it's not priority number one when your water isn't working and oh, this and the, you know. And so it's just they're so like scared of everything. And like once you've been here long, you're like whatever. <laughs> like I could care less. But um, one girl that I'm pretty sure just thinks everybody wants her. It's like her reason to try and get people fired is because she thinks they all like want to have sex with her. And that's her like accusation every time. And she's like a good looking girl, but she ain't all that. And that's basically everything. It's like he creeps me out and makes me uncomfortable. And he was in the elevator with me. We should fire him. It's like these people have nothing. Like they're slaves in like, the worst, best. Uh, I love this country. They're slaves in a really rough part of the world. And they're the bottom of the barrel in one of the bottom of the barrels, you know. And to, like, fire them, like, that's because, yeah. like, you get the creepiness of, like, it's like, well, they make, you know, like, $200 a month. So they're probably going to be a little creepy because you come from different places and they act different. And maybe their social skills aren't great. And uh, but, like, come on, this is their life. You know, they yeah. and, and the, the maintenance, the maintenance guys almost got fired because the girl sent this message saying they came into her house without her permission and fixed her air conditioning. And they were, and then I like had to tell everybody, including the people that were going to fire them. Like, Hey, you know that when they fix your air conditioning, it's actually on the roof. <laughs> so they went to the roof and fixed your air conditioning and you came home and it worked like, so a way to almost get them fired. Yeah. T- tell Lisa to settle out. down. Yeah. Right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Those guys have a key to our place. We don't even care. I left like 300 KD on the table today. They came in and changed my water tag. Oh, and it's wow. all sitting there. That's six months salary right there. Yeah, but we tip them and yeah. we treat them well. We give them Christmas presents. Like, you know, and if they stole it, I honestly wouldn't blame them. I'd be like, well, <laughs> yes, you really needed out. it. Yeah. I guess you like you probably needed a lot more than me. You know what I mean? I had to uh, pay for your wife's. Uh, surgery after lion attack. After the lionator, right? <laughs> yes. Like, so I guess, yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. So let me tell you about the week I've been having. Okay, finally. Well, I got a, I got a massive chest infection, so that was fun. Oh, as you use. No, but this was different. This is the best because I never got a head cold. Okay, I only got a chest infection, Sinus which has surgery. never happened. It's paid off. Yeah, 
Never got a head cold, never got a throat, just boom, my chest. So after a couple days, I took a sick day. And then a couple days of antibiotics and I was, you know, back to it up in the morning. I get out of, you know, the blaster. Oh, yeah. You know how much I love the blaster. For anybody that's new, the blaster is like this. uh, What's the name of episode like 151? The blaster is uh, no episode 76 is a is a D is a thing of good deeds or something. Yeah, but the blaster, I I I was the blaster master. (laughs) <laughs> if you will and uh did i mention that they changed my water tank today no when they came into my room and didn't steal my money yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they were changing my water tank and uh the reason they changed is because it it got so hot and boiled over and corroded the top of the water tank off of it and it got into all my um electric wiring and into my cold water so I woke up in the morning and I used the blaster on my uh, private area after using the bathroom, and it was about ninety-five degrees Celsius. <laughs> it's boiling so I put and you just put 90, 90 to ninety-five degrees Celsius water <laughs> one inch away from the taint area. It hit for less than a half a second. And I was crying on the floor in the corner. <laughs> Cry. I was in tears. Lisa was like, what's going on? And I was like, ah, I couldn't talk. I couldn't say anything. Catatonic. And she's like, I got to fire somebody. I uh, got ice packs. I was. I took so many Tylenol 3. I took like a handful of Tylenol 3. And it did nothing. I was just high. The pills just made me high and an incredible pain. Like, I can't, it's the worst pain I've ever had in my life. (laughs) Ever. Ever. It's the worst thing I've ever felt and it was prolonged. It's not like breaking a bone where it hurts for five minutes and then you're in shock and then it's set or whatever, you know, like you have some, it's not like a, it was, I was like hallucinating driving to work, trying to drive and thinking I could thinking I could do it and like they had to stop me like the people in my car were like Trevor you have to go to the hospital now because I, I wasn't even making sense because I was in so much pain because my my taint was severely scalded like not burnt like burnt point blank 90 degrees so you went to the doctor that was, uh, you know what? That should be embarrassing, mm-hmm. but I just wanted help. <laughs> like there was, I could care less, man. If he would have been like, I have to cut off one of your balls. I'd be like, if it makes this stop, mm-hmm. yes. Like what? You want a yeah. kidney? Take it. Like I don't care. Well, the closest I've like, seen to that, I can imagine the closest I've seen to that is from Army when big, huge Newfoundland tough guy had to go to the doctor for chafing. He just looked beaten. So I can only imagine this is a thousand times worse than that. And he was just looking just done. It's over. (laughs) The life is taken from you. (laughs) And you don't know how it's coming back. There's no plan of recovery when you're the the lady was like, the lady checking me in who doesn't speak English is asking me, (laughs) what's wrong with you? Because I have my work clothes on and I'm sweating. 
Like <laughs> she's like fever. I'm like I'm burnt. I burnt myself very bad. And she's like, mm-hmm. She's like, so cough, cold. I'm like, I burnt myself. And she's like, where did you burn myself? And I looked at her. I was like, the worst place you could ever burn yourself. And she just was like, oh. And just like right away, she's like, sister, sister, come. And I was like, that's what they call the nurses, sisters. Yeah. And like, yeah, right into the room. You know, the doctor comes in. He's like, what, what's happened to you? I'm like, I burnt myself. He's like, where, where did you, what, what, I heard you were burnt. Like, you look okay. I'm like, he's like, where are you burnt? I'm like, I just take off my pants and get on the table. And he's like, oh, he's like, we have to, he's like, he's like, we have to take this very seriously. Automatic on IV. Um, IV, two needles in the butt, like in the butt cheek, the side, the hip, the thigh, like uh, two painkillers. Well, I'm like, I'm on Tylenol 3. He's like, uh, yeah, you'll feel even better right away. And yeah, and then like they come in after they've got me whatever. And they come in with a tray full of needles. A tray of needles. And you could guess how that's going to go. Oh, my God. It didn't, it didn't hurt as bad as the initial thing, but but they're like, yeah, it's going to blister and it's going to scab. And it's like, you know, you're, there's a high chance of infection if we don't treat this and give you these injections. And oh, oh my God. And now it went the like day. Day one was just shock and drugs. Day two was like, well, it only hurts a lot. Day three, I was confident. And a couple days later, I'm pretty much like I'm I feel it every second of my life. But I was playing sports yesterday, you know, like. But now it feels like. A lizard shedding his skin or something. Because <laughs> there's so many creams that you have to fly in. You can imagine how uncomfortable and awkward that is. But, uh. Oh, it was a week. Uh, okay, now a little it bit was... of logistics here. Did yeah. you take one for the tea? Are these toilets co-ed? Is it shared uh, what do you... with Lisa? Like, if she had gone there first, would have this been much worse situation? Maybe. Oh God, she would have. Like it these are be... these are co-ed toilet. This is a co-ed toilet. That's yeah, we shared that's... the bathroom. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she could have had baby problems. <laughs> Because the water boiled over into the walls and scalded in. Like the next day, the lights blew up in my apartment, and the breakers didn't work. And then they're like, "Oh, maybe we should fix this." Because he went to the hospital. <laughs> I'm close. No. Now, I did find the episode title. It was episode 108, and it was called "The Blaster is a Universal Tool for Good." <laughs> Anything but true now. The blaster oh, is... I, uh, I, I, I'm back on it, though. You still use it? You still spray your foot or something first? The boy, I check it. <laughs> yeah. I, I check it. It's like I check it for a minute. I let it run <laughs> yeah. in case it decides to wake up. Once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, it's, it's... If it happened again... I just kill myself. You'd retire it. Could, could, no, 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 you wouldn't retire. You just straight up kill yourself. I would just jump from the eighth floor. Like, 
I couldn't do it again on oh no. Not in a row. Not twice in one week. No. I just put a bag over my head and lay in the bathroom. <laughs> and you were on your way to work. <laughs> you attempted you know to go what? to work. I, I love you it. Know, no, you want to know what? I was there by second period. After the doctor. Just numbed yep. up. Okay. That's dedication. I out of my mind. Walking and talking or a lot of sitting? I couldn't sit. Oh. I stood and in sweat. In one spot. And, yeah. And I was in pain. And the kids were like, what? They thought I was in a great mood. Everybody got full marks. We didn't do any work that day. Drama class, we watched Twin Peaks. Oh, like yeah. It was, there was... <laughs> The principal was laughing at me when I came in because he was like, you are not all here. I'm like, do you want to stay? He's like, no, I got work to do. See you later. <laughs> he just like leaves my room because <laughs> he was covering for me till I got back in. And <laughs> yeah, when I told him, I was like, I need to go to the hospital. He's like, why? I'm like, don't laugh at me. <laughs> I'm like, Last. but it's funny. I'm like, you can laugh because it's funny, but don't laugh. But you can because <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> But like, you know what, if I would have, because I didn't, it wasn't perfect aim, right? It was in between. You know, you're really aiming for your butt, but, and I didn't hit it. I was a little off. And if I would have probably hit it, like, I wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom for a few days. No way. No way. So I'm lucky I got the in between, the like, full tainted, tainted love. <laughs> Man, we have so many songs to choose from from the outro. Got some great whites and once bitten, twice tried. <laughs> yeah, we got some cover and road, of course. We got some Zelda theme song. We got some uh, tainted love. Man, what to do? It was a time. God, guys, and the whole time you can't help but be laughing inside too, because like, oh man, when I tell people this. But if I could see myself that morning when I tried to go to school and I was driving and like shaking and sweating and couldn't talk and like they had to stop me. Like, Trevor, you're not making sense. Like, you need to go to the hospital. <laughs> it wasn't anything. It was just pain, right? Like, just pain making me crazy, basically. I think this is a guest article for Dead Spinner. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a Jew Madgery. Article right here. <laughs> the blaster. You can bring your taint. <laughs> taint so good. Uh, Say it taint so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you saw the wiring inside of my ceiling and you saw my water tank after they took it out today, where the top of it was gone because it corroded because it was so hot. And then you imagine that blasting against my balls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad I can laugh now. Uh, so uh, CNN, pretty legitimate news source, but their mobile site that you see on your cell phone is just pure trash. Like you'll have the one headline and then it'll immediately divulge into selfies of the week and stuff like that. So uh, I, I clicked this article saying, coming soon, Aziz Ansari comes up with the greatest movie plot of all time while on a plane. I'm like, I'm going to click this. Now, do you guys know who Aziz Ansari is? He's off Parks no. and Recreation. He's a stand-up comedian. His it's name great. is Aziz Ansari? 
Yeah, he's he's of East Indian descent. That's a very I have kids named Aziz Ansari. And sorry, Crazy. not Alice, sorry. So Oh yeah, A N S A R I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah, I uh I clicked this link. I was like, what's the greatest movie plot of all time? And then I got pretty angry. Because A, it's not, and B, Brent pretty much came up with it. <coughs> so here he here he is tweeting. Is Bored. it just go for it? Because that's great. Oh, even better. <laughs> Bored on my flight and just wondering, why has there never been a movie about a haunted airplane? Wouldn't that be dope? Dude, for real. Is any studios interested in ghost plane? I can make it. What? It's all in one location, just on the plane. Open shot on an Indian guy named Raj, played by me, his season, sorry. Saying bye to his parents. He gets on the plane, but this plane is actually a ghost plane. Raj uses the plane we washroom. We have to sue him. I freaking know this. Raj uses the plane washroom pre-takeoff. He sees a face in the mirror. This might be a ghost, he thinks. A mysterious man in a hoodie. If you want to stop this, you need my help. He lifts his hood. It's Liam Neeson. And that's Macho it. man. And that's it. That's the entire Brent, no! tweeting. And CNN writes an article about it. And now all these people are just like, a studio needs to pick up Ghost Plane immediately. Get a That's Kickstarter. exactly what I know. you said. Episode 41. Go back and listen to it. Title, it's Ghost Train. It's exactly Trade. the Straight same, up. except better. So much better. Like and you had like the a real... train is off the tracks. Yeah, so what was, was Aziz's plot, pretty much? It was... Uh, a guy sees a ghost in a mirror, and Liam Neeson's on the plane, and it's a ghost plane. Yeah, there's a real movie oh. called Ghost Ship already, and then Brent came up with Ghost Train. So okay, you... and trains are better than airplanes. Of course, they're more cool because and because Macho it's... Man beats the hell out of Liam Neeson, of and he's an actual ghost. Liam Neeson is not. Liam Neeson's been in a couple movies on a plane already. Son of a. I know. I'm very upset about this because, like, we really, like you get a CNN him. article we about this. We need to contact him. Pay up. I want my $4 times three. <laughs> Triple I it. want $12. Triple that is easy piece of crap. Yeah, whatever he makes on that movie, we should have made so you triple it. And by I we, will... I mean Brent, but I'm his representative. I, I know. I'm in, I've got my hey, copyright. Hey, Carter, you have my blessing to go after him on Twitter. I've got my copyright law exam on Monday, so I'm very well versed. And I will. You have Christmas. Your... You have Carter's Christmas your lawyer, up. but I'm your agent. Yeah. yeah. Then there'll be an article on Gawker saying uh, Lawson goes after season sorry for four dollars. <laughs> Doesn't this guy have uh, too much time on his hands? This new father is spending time with his do. son. A couple of jackasses. What even Burton is taint like they do off a of jackass? And another new father who would rather spend time writing angry emails to celebrities. <laughs> sounds like a great sitcom to tell. Sounds great. Yeah, it's time to break out. 